Our first looks coverage is proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. Get your next laptop, tablet, Xbox, and more by going to firstlooks.tv slash Microsoft. So our final guest of the day is here and we love her and hello. Oh wait, Hi. wait, can we hear her? Oh hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> now we can hear you. Now you can hear me. Alright. I got the mop out of the way, kind of. Yeah. Can you please introduce yourself for anyone who doesn't know who this the year is? I'm Terry Willingham. I'm always Terry Willingham, but this year I'm Terry Willingham, mentor for the Edgar Allan Ohms robotics team from the Land of Lakes Public uh, No. Yes, from Land of Lakes Public Library. I mentor a bunch now. From the Land of Lakes Public Library of Pasco County Libraries. Um, and also here representing the Foundation for Community Driven Innovation, which is a nonprofit organization that my husband Steve and I started. Um, and uh, we're developing a robotics center, robotics and manufacturing Ooh. center in Tampa Bay. So, Tell us yeah. about that. Oh, it's exciting. It sounds exciting. So uh, <laughs> while I was still working uh, as a regional director for FIRST, uh, I had applied for a grant from the Argosy Foundation, and which was given to the foundation for the development of a robotics center. And it included enough funding for a full-scale FIRST Robotics Competition field, FIRST Tech Challenge field, and equipment and resources for FIRST LEGO League, FIRST Tech Challenge, uh, and FIRST Robotics Competition. So uh, over the course of the last year, uh, we've been able to get a lot of movement and support in the Tampa Bay area for it, more funding, working with a variety of different partners. Uh, we decided to invest in Tampa Bay with the money, and rather than sending the money to the to another company out of state to, to just buy the field. We decided to have it manufactured locally. So it's being built by uh, Electromechanical Solutions in Odessa, Florida. And uh, they're doing a beautiful job. It, it hopefully will be done in the next couple of weeks. And we will have a permanent first robotics competition field in Tampa Bay. And where is that based in? It, nowhere at the moment. Okay. We're actually looking at a couple different locations. We've been working with St. Petersburg College in the hopes of placing it in Pinellas County. Um, but we're also looking at Pasco County. So it's mostly a matter of finding the right facility and funding partners exactly. in that. But we, by the end of the year, we expect to have it in the ground and operational. So. And what are the goals of this operation? So the goal is to have a place where first teams can come from all different level programs, especially the first robotics competition teams that don't have anywhere to build or practice. There are similar centers around the country. So Kettering University has a first robotics center. And um, they serve all the different programs. They have it in a repurposed gym and they run summer camps and training programs and all sorts of things. So that's the idea to do something similar here. Uh, you had Dr. Woody Flowers on earlier. Um, he has been so helpful. Uh, in Chicago, there is an organization, or a, a, a facility called M-Hub, which is like a giant uh, incubator, accelerator, machine shop kind of, kind of uh, facility. And when I was telling Dr. Flowers about what we were working on in Tampa, he says, you need to talk to to Bill Finup, who was a student of his at MIT, oh, wow. and, and talk to him and compare notes. And so we've actually talked to Bill in Chicago a couple of times. Bill's been very helpful. Uh, we have another call lined up with him soon. So it was really cool that, that Dr. Flowers has been helping facilitate this a little bit. It sounds really uh, cool. Yeah, and he was asking about the progress of it and stuff, so it was kind of oh. neat. Uh, but it, it's, it's been really exciting to be able to do that. And it's going to have a lot of functionality as well. So the issue with a lot of these spaces, that people have tried them before, is that they're not they may not be sustainable right how do you generate income you know how do you how do you how do you operate it so what we're looking at is also having a production facility there so you'll also be having this k through 12 uh, stem programming but also corporate involvement so we'll have rapid prototyping 
We'll have small-scale manufacturing runs. So it's sort of a one-stop shop for, for everything. And I, that's a pie-in-the-sky idea. That's you know, amazing. There's a few things to work out with it. But we're pretty excited about it, and uh, I can't wait to can't wait to get it in the ground and make it start happening. We're excited to hear about oh it. Oh my That's goodness, it sounds great! Yeah, and like I like how you said that you wanted you had a person in your community build your FRC field. Is that like one of the goals too? Is like to keep the community to help the put community. the money in the community, put the manufacturing in the community, put the jobs in the community. We have uh, you know my understanding is that there's a need for like 500 PLC. Uh, programmers, which are the you know the, the CNC machine programmers, needed in Pinellas County alone, um, and so why aren't we training these these folks up on equipment in the community and placing them in the community? Uh, and it, you know that's one of the reasons I had, I had left being a regional director was so I could apply my my efforts hyper locally, and and make, really make an impact. And FCDI over the last six months has facilitated the investment of close to hundred thousand dollars in the Tampa Bay area for STEM programs. So every team that came to the kickoff uh, at Softworks, working through our partners, got a $1,000 mini grant, which is actually a decent sized grant. Wow, um, yeah. And so I, you know, I got the Lightning Community Hero grant. That money went out into uh, 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 local nonprofits like Metropolitan Ministries for their boys and girls, uh, for their uh, FTC team, um, and a, a variety of other programs like that, that that work with first teams. So you know, in that amount of time, with community support, we were able to do that much, and I think that's where the real value lies in what we're doing is that it's leveraging community interest and engagement and serving back into the community. So it's exciting. It sounds exciting. Yeah. And Why the focus on the community? Because that's where it all is, right? I mean, we, we're trying to solve these large-scale problems, right? We've got, we've, you know, we've got everything from economic problems to health care. We can't tackle it at a national level. From you know, we, we have to work in our own neighborhoods. We have to work in our own communities, and I've always known that. Um, you know, working with the first teams is a really good way to to get kids engaged and they give you know empower them and connect them with mentors. But if we can start working with getting companies involved with schools and supporting kids at a very young age to help develop the talent base they want with the interest and the fi financial backing of corporations that say they need this talent. Um, we can change the world in our backyard and it'll scale up from there. But everybody has to do something. Everybody's got to contribute. Exactly. And it's not going to change at the national level until we can change it at the local level. You know, that's, it's, it's got to come from, from people working in their own communities. We can't. We're not going to be able to change anything at the larger level. Um, and that you can see your vote, you can see results, right? Yeah. If, you, if you're always pounding, you know, the, the table trying to get change, it's really hard to see big, you know, the change we need. But at the local level, you can you can apply a thousand dollars and you can see impact, yeah. right? And when other people see that impact, then they join in, and then you get a movement going, right? There, there's a great um, old TEDx video, uh, how to start a movement. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I did. Right. Oh. So how do you start a movement? It's not the first person who starts; everybody else who follows, right? Um, so that's the that's the principle behind this. Exactly. You know? Terry, yeah. that's that's amazing. This is Michelle of her the control yeah. room. I, you know, every time we talk to you, you have something new and exciting, and I, yeah. it, it's great. Yeah, to it's get all, you get the community involved and and all ages and. And people want to be able to contribute. People Absolutely. want to be able to do something. But you're something. also very passionate about it, which is very right. important. Why? Right. And I and I like it's it's very hard to maintain that level of passion if you're not seeing any impact. So while this is great right. doing this, this you know I, I spent a lot of time doing a lot of fundraising to get this event going, right? Trying to help teams. It's frustrating because it's like it never stops. You don't, you can't stop and sit back and go, okay, I achieved this this year. With this, 
I can say in the last six months, we've been, we've facilitated the investment of $100,000 into our community, and I can see the impact. That is incredible. Right. And, and, you know, it wasn't, some of it was our money. Some of it was, it, uh, most of it was the money of other partners who said, we have funding. What can we do with this? It's like, oh, I have ideas. Right. You know, um, a team in, in uh, um, actually it was uh, Nirvana, Dixie Hollins High School. They, they contacted me and said, we're trying to get some, we, we're, we're short money. We want to go to our second regional for the first time ever. Uh, Dixie Holland High School is not, is not in a very, it's not in a very advantaged area. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, Melody is, is their, is their uh, uh, mentor. She was, a, I remember when she was a student, shy, like you were quiet. She was absolutely awesome. And she blossomed in first. And now she's helping this team out. And she's like, we need more money. And so I said, let me see what I can do. I reached out into our partners and the different people we're working with. They connected me with Women in Defense. Women in Defense said, we talked to, wow. we talked to our board and we could do $500. Where would you like it? Oh, wow. So now it's like, okay, this organization has $500. Where can we put it? It's like, there's this team, right? And so I connected them and now they're putting their money where it will be effective in a STEM program. Look at that. That's that's yeah. truly yeah. wonderful. You know, instant impact. And, and there's people out there all over the place who want to do this. They just are looking for where it will have the most impact. And so what we're doing through FCDI, Foundation for Community Driven Innovation, is trying to help make those connections for people. You know, and I think once we get the, the Advanced Manufacturing and Robotics Center, AMROC, in the ground, then it will be a, a headquarters for that. You know, it'll be, a, it'll be a physical location where people can come. They can learn. We can do professional development for teachers. Uh, we can do training for coaches and mentors in FIRST, in VEX, in a variety of different platforms, and the right. next great thing that we're working on, right? Yep. And so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it'll be a platform. It's a, it's a giant makerspace on steroids. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I couldn't get there. I couldn't get to where we are without having done this. Exactly. Right? So everything is part of the journey. And it's really easy to look back on something you did and say, oh, my gosh, I spent five or six years doing this. That really wasn't what I wanted to do, but you couldn't do the things you're exactly. doing now without having invested that time previously. Exactly. So, exactly. so you were a first regional director. Yep. And you were here, and you were busy all the time. How is it being here this year? This is year? lovely. This year, I just hung out. I talked to Dr. Woody Flowers just for a chilling, bit, chilling. You know. Teams still come up to me, which is great. I've had a great time catching oh, up with so, the teams. That, that has to be like. But I could awesome. just kind of sit and hang out. I hung out and talked to Hank. Uh, Hank Vanderwall from from the Netherlands team uh -huh. um, for like 20 minutes downstairs. Um, I, you know, people were rushing by. I know what they were doing because I did it for a long time. It's like they're having a problem somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and talk to Hank. Uh, it's awesome, you know. It must and be pretty interesting uh, making these connections oh, no. while you were working mm -hmm. and then being able to just like, you know, settle in it now this, yeah. this year. Yeah, like yeah. It took a little doing the first day. It felt weird to sit up here and see everybody doing stuff and knowing what was, how, how it works. Yeah, what needed to be done we, and yeah. who's doing what. And, and what's I'm just happening like now. sitting up there twiddling my thumbs thinking, I, I don't know if I'm sad or upset or, or what. <laughs> but then once I got used to it, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't have yeah, to do that. Yeah, you're content. Yeah, yeah. And I was prepared to like be here at 7 o'clock in the morning. And then I realized, oh, I don't have to do that because that was for a staff meeting. 
So I don't have to meet the team. Doesn't have to be until eight, you know. So I'm having breakfast with the team. I love I love mentoring the team and hanging out with them. So it's it is. It's really really nice. And That's awesome. I can say I did it, you know. Yeah. And, and and it was you know it's it's a it's it's a it's a big job. So you're enjoying what you built up. Yep. Yep. That's yep. awesome. So it is. So you know and you know I just you know you guys are, are awesome. I love seeing you every we year. We love seeing you. Uh, and, you know how well, much not you just every year all the time. <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's more than once a year. So. Um, yeah, so this is all exciting stuff, and we're going to keep doing exciting stuff, and we'll have more stories to tell you next season. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. So you have the best stories. We oh. always love having you on, Terry. Oh, thank you. On this behalf is great. of Scott and I and the entire Plug Hits team, uh, you inspire us. Oh, they thank really you. Do. Well, you know, it's, it's mutual. So, it's you know, we all keep each other going, and that's the important part. That's true. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So. Go team. Thank you so much for, <laughs> for right. coming and speaking with us. We really love hearing what you do all the time yeah. and, like, what is next. You yeah. know, we yeah. love everything. Yeah, well, well, next year we'll talk about what's next. So yep. we'll talk about what's cool. next. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, talk about what's next at Roboticon. Oh. That's right, because Roboticon's Stay October 6th and 7th. October 6th and 7th, we're doing Roboticon, and we might know what's next then. So, yeah. all right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Good to your team. All right, bye.